investment in time we still have because let's say if you weighed the value of this message, does it increase if it's an intensive weekend or is it yes or is it got is or is it there's no way to put any value on it and the message is doesn't is not of time it doesn't need it doesn't really actually take any time but there's still the the preponderance of mind still thinking that there'll be if it, if it goes longer there'll be more to be had yeah there's always and yet we're sitting there attempting to sh to entertain what's not of time through time you know it just blows my mind that everything because no one would give it value if it was like hey it's sort of like if I was a therapist and my my uh, main uh, like uh, practice was about the troubles produced by what's not happening. Yeah, the session would take 30 seconds. You know, no one's going to pay me $200 to see me for 30 seconds, but for an hour they'll pay $200 as long as they get to sing this, the the sad story of what's not happening, and then someone's seen there. But someone who just there's just a deliverance, like an imitation. It never comes in like 50 pages. It's not like a giant brochure. <laughs> you know, it's just a simple thing. But then the the mind's idea of time, which is is not a something that's solid and real outside. Yeah, it's mind. Yeah, that idea of time is put on a quote unquote timeless solution. As if time, if we spend a lot of time with it, it will produce the timeless solution. So we're still using the same failed system to try to get to the solution. <laughs> it's just mind-boggling to me. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So this is like here, we have a reminder. Even this you could say is that. But here it's a repetition of the message. But it's not like drawn out, hopefully. You know, like when I do talks, when I... It's almost like sign a contract. I've got to spend two hours, the, the, the night talks, 7.30, 9.30, and then I have to do like 11 to 4, 5, so that people feel like they got their money's worth, you know? And it's sort of like, it's almost like a time thing. You check the little card, and I'm saying, have I fulfilled my contact, contractual agreement yet, you know? It's like you're performing in a weird way. I mean, this message, that's why it's probably not noticed, because it doesn't really take any time. And you can't polish it with time, you know? It doesn't become brighter the more you polish it. <laughs> it really doesn't. It's like, it just has that ability to reflect, so if you look at it as a mirror, and you're busy standing in front of it polishing it, what's being reflected <laughs> is you polishing a mirror. <laughs> that's... That's not seeing your original face, in a sense. Your original face is empty. Yeah? You don't have to polish the mirror. When you see in the mirror, nothing. What, you, what you're seeing is inherently empty, in a sense. Yeah? And, the, and mind is just the ability to reflect, because it's not full of anything. So it can reflect everything. Yeah? If it was something, if it was what we call a mirror, and it had a certain thing, it would totally severely limit its ability to reflect, but it's empty. Yeah? And in that emptiness, everything can be reflected. Yeah? So, this is just an invitation, a message, a very short message too. Yeah. 
to start. It's like, like Hoang Po, an old Zen master. I really like this one. He said, he'd get up there and he'd just say, hey, whatever can be perceived can't perceive. Bye-bye. That was the talk for the day. Other times he got up and he just looked around. He says, you all fucking heard this before and left, you know, so I'm paraphrasing it. You know? But, I mean, that's something, that's for me, when I heard that, you know, whatever can be perceived can perceive, it was surrounded by a pause. Yeah? That's, the whole, that's to me how you entertain something. Yeah? Like a, a beautiful meal is brought and then a pause surrounds it. Yeah. That's what I call entertaining. Entertaining is like the, the thinking, the reliance on the thinking system, the reliance on this whole system is sort of stopped in a way and in that pause, that's how you entertain the message. You don't entertain the message with the system. You don't. Yeah. But then what happens is the mind entertains the message like in a pause. Like so, so when I would read that statement, it would be like if it was in a book, there would be about ten blank pages afterward, which would say pause. <laughs> pause before you go to any other knowledge, pause. Just sit with that. Whatever can be perceived can't perceive. What's looking is what you're looking for. These beautiful little cryptic statements are what? They're, they're self-stoppers. Yeah? The selfing can stop, and in that stopping, that's the entertaining of the message. That's it. The mind isn't defined at that moment, because it's not a moment, in the system that the, of the structure of selfing. Yeah? It's paused in that whole system, and that's when it entertains its own nature. It can't entertain its own nature through the system that's presenting it to be something else. It can't. If it goes that way, if that's the middle man or middle woman, you're going to get something instead of nothing. You're going to get a something. And then that something, like a lot of somethings, will be, will be believed to be able to be improved by doing more of it and having more of it. Yeah? By doing more of it and having more of it, I'll have more of that something I'm calling nothing. Yeah. But nothing, how much more of, than, of nothing can you get? I mean, how are you going to pile on nothing upon, upon nothing? I mean, it's still going to be nothing. And how much time is going to take <laughs> to get nothing? No time, obviously. So I don't know, I like this message, it's clean, because it doesn't point you to a, something, it just points at you as nothing, yeah? So it doesn't point you to a something, it points at you yeah, to nothing, yeah? Much cleaner to me. When nothing starts looking for a something, it takes itself to be something, doesn't it? Yes, that's what's happening. It can't help to do that, because once, let's say, as a thing here, you get introduced to nothing, what does it become? Something. It becomes an idea, a message, it becomes a conceptual, oh, the void, as if there's something called the void. <laughs> it's impossible. There's no way the system can come out of the system to get what's out of the system. It just can't do it. Self can't get out of self. 
that's what's so frustrating. Like when I was in Toronto, I could watch people's faces. They're pros at this. They've been coming. They've seen. They have every person come through Toronto, and they're at every one of those meetings, and they're just fucking professionals at this. But there's a very like sublime dissatisfaction and frustration because there's still this feeling that I'm going to be there when I get it. Yeah, I'm going to get it. Now, what would happen is, there is a getting, but not it's not of it, and not by it. Yeah. The getting is to see there is no it, and therefore nothing can sense nothing. Yeah. And it can watch the mind make it into something, but it still holds it as nothing. Yeah. The dilemma is, when there is a something, if it tries to hold something as nothing, it makes it into a something. But when this is not no thing, then when the mind tries to make no thing into something, it still gets it as no thing. Yeah? And that doesn't take time. It doesn't take perseverance or practices. It takes an, a mind that's already available. Like they said, the enlightened mind and the, and the ordinary mind are the same mind. Same mind, just one's functioning in one way, there's not one. At one point, there's mind functioning in one way, which you would call the ordinary mind, and then there's the possibility of mind functioning in millions of other ways, and, and maybe the recognition that none of those functionings make the mind what it is, and that would be, let's say, the enlightened mind. Yeah? So no matter how much activity, it still doesn't make nothing into something. Just like here, there's so much activity, and our system of thinking can't see a verb without making up a noun about it. It's got someone how to do it. Yeah. I just cannot... Someone created this universe. Someone made this place. There is someone behind all this. There is that little Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. There's got to be someone. Yeah? <laughs> Why is that? The system can't think of anything any other way. If you're trying to approach something with thought, it's going to be made into a something. So this is like, wow. Keep coming here, you get nothing. Maybe you get a t-shirt and stuff like that, you know, whatever. But basically nothing, you know. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then, it's like a lazy Susan, really. You know, you keep slipping the invitation in. And one time, it goes right through. And, And in the mind doesn't receive the message of not being a self in the yoga posture of selfing. Yeah, so it grabs the message like this and makes it into something. Oh, this is a message for me. No, it isn't a message for you. But it actually comes out of this, because this little invitation's been dropped, and it comes out, and when it comes out of the yoga posture, ah, there's an aha, unspoken yes, sooner or later. Maybe you'll need a few of them to to shift the emphasis. But once the emphasis is shifted, you'll be traveling later. Now, are you enlightened or awake? Who gives a fuck, really? The whole point is, a part of not traveling light is thinking always about being awake and enlightened. Really, it's so fucking heavy. <laughs> Literally. And, and if you're not enlightened, just like when I, you know... Selfing is amazing, because I remember when I was young, my father got ill when I was six, yeah. 
he was hanging out with me quite a lot as much as he could. And I, it was like I was in an idyllic stage. And then he, the, my family broke the news to me. My your father's really getting sick. And I think Dr. Jane Quinto came over and told me, you know, your father's really sick. He's not going to be able to hang out with you as much. And no matter how many people told me, it had nothing to do with me. In the mind, being in self-centeredness, the only way on a deep level it could interpret my father not playing with me is I must have done something to cause my father. So let's say enlightenment is a very important idea in your head. And that drops in. You don't believe you're written into the story that you have to have had something to do with not being enlightened? And what does that make you? Who would not choose enlightenment? Especially when you hear this new age stuff. Someone called me yesterday. Oh, are you are you the creator of your life or are you the co-creator of your life? Okay, let's say you're the creator of your life. First of all, nothing's created here. It's all made. It's all appearance. Yeah. But let's just say you're the creator of your life. And let's say in this life that you created, you don't, you're not enlightened. What the fuck are you going to do with that? Your head. You think it's gonna, not going to have a huge hellish picnic on that one? For sure. You're going to be blamed. I'm the only one who's not... I created this? I made this hell for me? You see? It's insane, yeah? I mean, why does brought... Like, Jesus supposedly came. In this world, Him coming has created the most mass murder of all time. More people have been killed in His quote-unquote name since He supposedly came. I would, I would imagine that was, wasn't His intention. Yeah, but then the mind gets it and turns it into something totally else. So you hear this possibility, enlightenment, and what do what do many minds do with it? It's just you're on the rack, the spiritual rack, and you're getting tortured. You know, fourteen hours meditating, <laughs> stretching out. You look like a piece of parched papyrus. You haven't been out in months, even sitting inside. Eating gruel and just looking and reading eight hundred thousand scriptures. You were much better off when you had no idea of enlightenment. You were more enlightened then. Yeah? Jesus Christ, the whole pursuit is producing the exact opposite. Now people are so subtly obsessed with their idea of self, it's incredible. Yeah? If it was a factory, they should have been closed down. All these spiritual factory mills should have been closed a long time ago. They're not producing anywhere what they said they were going to produce. The whole point of a message is the messengers hopefully becomes obsolete because there's a getting. <laughs> the message is just a catalyst. It's like I said last week. It's just like dropping some some drops of gas into the carburetor when your car is stalled. Yeah? You turn the key, because the key's already there, and then it ignites. You don't stand there and keep pouring gas into the carburetor, you're gonna fucking it's gonna be flooded. Yeah? You know what I mean? It was there. It's a little catalyst. It's a little... It's supposed to cr hit a certain chemical batch that's already in place and ignite it in a certain way so that what happens is it affects some change, so to speak. Yes? But it's like to keep pouring the catalyst in, it's just like when I used to... When you do... There's certain epoxies. You have to have two. Yeah? Two things. Yeah, they have, they're, not, they're not doing anything by themselves, but when you put them together, they create a bonding thing that's unbreakable. But if you put too much of this one stuff or the other, it doesn't work. Yeah? It's got to be a certain amount. And then that certain amount is the exact right catalyst, and it turns it super hard, like bricks. Yeah? 
similar fashion to me. This is a message, yeah? The, in recovery, there's people I used to work with who, we have a thing called an inventory process. This one guy, he would do inventories about inventories. You know what I mean? He would go over the last inventory and see he, where he was selfish doing that inventory. And it was just like, fucking take the lens off, man. Have some fucking fun. Go get fought, you know, screw or something. You know, go bowling. Do something. Don't stop calling me. I don't want you to do any more work. You know what I mean? <laughs> the work becomes an addiction. It's another way of not acknowledging what's so. Yeah? Because it's always put off in the future. Based on who? You! It's not based on the work. It's based on you doing the work. Again, it's all the mirrors are reflecting a you. Even in the pursuit of not you, it's reflecting a you the whole time. Because it seems to be based on you if something happens. Yeah? So how, a timeless solution, how could it ever be approached in time? It seems to go against the whole message. Yeah? A timeless solution, you wouldn't have more of it if you studied it more. You wouldn't have more of it if you bought more of it. It wouldn't, if, it, you wouldn't have more of it if you watched more DVDs. You wouldn't have more of it. Yeah? Because there's no more or less. It's not a substance and it's not in time. Yeah? And the point is, is finally, in a sense, not you as Paul or Deb, but something in you as the final authority where you know it, you get it. One of the, one of the times, the lazy Susie, it goes through and there's an aha or an unspoken yes, yeah? And if it's not claimed by the head, that's an incredibly convincing uh, state. If this thing tries to become convinced, it can't become convinced because it's dualistic. It's a binary system. So it can think it's thoroughly convinced and then it will be unconvinced in a second. And then it goes back and forth. That's, that's not convincing. Convincing is through finding out. Yeah? Through finding out, it, it, it takes hold somewhere other than in the mental realm. Yeah? I like to have it with that I don't know, and the whole point of I don't know is it puts you in a position of finding out. The finding out sinks deeper. It doesn't get sucked up by the mental vacuum, yeah, and stored with everything else it knows, which has no fucking power when the shit hits the fan. None. None, 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 none. Yeah? It's, this philosophy always shows up after the fact. I knew I shouldn't have done that. Or, yeah? Oh, now I've got to forgive myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But finding out is a solution prior to that. Prior. Because timelessness will always precede time. Yeah? It arrives before the problem even appears. So the solution is inherently in the solution, yeah? It's always so, and it never becomes not so. A problem starts appearing to be so, and then we apply solutions to it, and then maybe it appears not to be so, only to appear to be so again. But this doesn't appear to be so, yeah? And it doesn't appear to be not so. 
It's prior to that little movement of mind, that dualistic state, yeah? Prior to it. And right now, every second, it's being demonstrated in what we call our life, which is the conscious contact. Something, again, something. There's awareness that's aware of contact. Ow. See? Now, as soon as I get the ow, that was very direct, and then the head will say, oh, that hurt Paul. That hurt me. That hurt my hand. That's a whole different story, isn't it? Sensation, yeah. And then the mental reaction. But why is it that there's one mental reaction that seems to be prior to the sensation? The Paul that it's happening to. It's still a mental reaction, but we don't notice it as an afterthought. We see it as the first thought, the prior thought. We take this to be what we are, and then that we're aware, that we're conscious, and that things are happening to me, yeah? But if you really get the experience, it's just something happened, yes? That's clear. But there's a feeling that that feeling puts a thought of you prior to that, that you were there waiting for something to happen to, yeah? You. Yeah. It's just waiting, it's always so, waiting, and then stimuli happens, and then it goes, it feels like it happened to me. And the me was prior to the happening. Yeah. Well, you're walking around, you feel like all the happenings that occurred during the day happened to you, which makes you prior to all the happenings. That you're always there, and if nothing's happening, that's happening. Uh, nothing's happening to me. But the me seems to be continually happening, so it's never even questioned as if it is a happening. Yeah? It's taken to be something other than a happening. It's taken to be something that's solid and thing. And I'm the one who's receiving all the stimuli. And all the stimuli isn't just moving through, it's coming from me. It's an amazing move, if you really see it. And it will recognize a lot of stuff on this side, but it will never very rarely see that that prior reaction, which is a reaction, means it's a reacting, the priorness is its illusory quality. It feels as if it's before everything else that's happening, doesn't it? It's made up, but it feels like it. And if it goes on like that, whatever, whatever happens will always be happening to you. So the you will become what always happens, so it doesn't seem to be happening anymore, because it's what everything happens to. Yeah? Go ahead. I've got everyone trained to be afraid to ask questions. That's good. Well, you just feel the pause now. That's exactly it. The pause is the demonstration, really, of what's prior to you. It really is. Now, what the mind will try to claim the pause as something it's had. But it has a hard time putting its fingerprints on it, yeah? The pause just seems to be very elusive. You can't really have a beginning of it and an end to it. You can't package it, yeah? And it doesn't really feel like it's happening to you, does it? It feels like it's happening. It doesn't have a feeling it's happening to you. It's almost like the opposite feeling. It's not happening to you, yet it's happening, yeah? That's the feeling I get out of it. It's truly not happening to me, yet it is happening. I would say that's the demonstration of what could be what we are. Yeah. 
that priorness that we call pause maybe here. But you can feel it in a room or anytime you see someone sharing this kind of stuff that usually is produced some level. You sense it's not produced, but it's the stuff gets sort of moved away, so then that pause, what's prior to all of us, becomes the dominant sense here. With hopefully it all will have a little trickle down effect on us and if you get more introduced, more introduced, what's prior to you, you'll see that maybe what's prior to you is you, in a sense, not, not the mental idea of the you. So. And you know, it has a huge, that has a huge impact. When you get a sense of something happening that's prior to you, I think it does a lot more than 800 pages of scriptures and 400 retreats and stuff, really. Because now the mind is in its own realm, timeless, no-thingness, direct transmission, in a sense, yes? No time passing. Like a thief in the night, you know, like Jesus supposedly said. The kingdom of heaven is like a thief in the night. In other words, a thief in the night usually is in your house when you get home. <laughs> so it's, it was, it was, it's there before you get there. <laughs> Probably next week I'll have a week-long retreat. Because <laughs> I need money. <laughs> if you can just sit here without saying anything for four hours, it'd be much more powerful than two hours. Of course, in phenomena it may be. But that's phenomena, yeah? Is a timeless solution going to grow in time? It doesn't play that game. Oh, it really doesn't. That's why supposedly some people have gotten it all of a sudden because it's not a fucking time, obviously, yeah? And some of us may never have the experience of getting it here, but that doesn't mean it's not so. I think a lot of people have been set up now from hearing other people talk about the event to sort of exclude themselves from where that person seems to be because that event hasn't happened to them or a similar event hasn't happened to them. And that's just another mental delaying tactic. You know what I mean? Literally. The mind always wants to sort of they always used to say, you know, when you see the Buddha on the road, shoot him, you know. There's a lot of ways of interpreting that, but one of them is you're throwing that Buddha nature out onto someone else, proclaiming them to be a Buddha, and in that proclamation, reaffirming that you're not, yeah. So you might as well shoot that fucking Buddha so that you'll be left with the situation that's at hand, yeah. So let's say, okay... Conscious contact, at least. You've got to see that comes quicker, so to speak, than... Actually, conscious contact is no time. Because 
before the contact with anything, there was consciousness, yes. So the awareness is not of time, yeah. It's being or existence appears in time through contact, yeah. But obviously, consciousness was available at all times out of no time, yeah. And then when something happens, it's aware of it, yeah. And then that take that seems to take time, yeah. But the consciousness that is in the act of contact is not of time. So through the contact, you can get an intimation of what's not of time. Because the contact is just a manifestation of an imminence, yes? The awareness is imminent because it's aware. Yeah? It gets triggered here by a thing, and then there's an experience of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, or thinking. Yeah? But the imminence was always available. In other words, one thought an hour, or eight million thoughts an hour, or one stimuli, or 800 stimuli, that it would, be, it would be there to be aware of any of it. Yeah? Because it's imminent. It's always so. The sense of it happening is a good way to entertain what you're not. Because, obviously, it's not you who's seeing. I mean, you can catch the first big lie every second of every day. The first big lie that you're the one who's conscious, that you're seeing, you're hearing, you're feeling, you're tasting, you're touching, as if it's a body or someone who's in the body. Yeah? And yet, that's such... With the, the merest little bit of cursory investigation, it's sort of blown into the wind because... The mental process that produces self takes time, yeah? And its whole production of being a self is really rooted in you being the doer of your life, which is rooted in being aware, yeah? So it's, it's made a giant leap. It's claimed what's, what's actually occurring as if it's the one that's doing it, yeah? I mean, that takes time. And you can see it. And just when, just because it seems so fast, like there's the conscious contact and there's the feeling, I'm the one who's seeing. You know, the feeling seems to be there, yeah? The feeling is that it's prior, but it isn't. It comes later, but it has a sense of being prior. The feeling, yeah? The feeling gives a sense of being prior to seeing. That it's you seeing. The feeling of being a you has a sense of priorness to the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. It's not valid, it's, it's made up, yeah? But it's a feeling that you were there before the scene. Instead of, the real truth is that it's an afterthought of the scene, yeah? It's a mental reaction to the awareness. The mental reaction says, I'm seeing. And now it claims, yes, a life that's being presented by awareness, really. It claims it to be the one who's doing it. Yeah, it's pretty trippy if you want to. Yeah? But if you see that there, that selfing is a mental process and time is very elastic, yeah? it may seem like it's going so fast you can never recognize it. But in fact, there's a huge pause there. The conscious contact and then the mental processing of I'm the one who's in contact, the sense can be of an infinite space between the two. Or at least it starts growing to be a, 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 let's say, in this, in the uh, language of time, a longer suspension. In that longer suspension, 
what you used to see, yeah, and have a feeling of, of it being prior, you now see its making. You see it being made, and you see the feeling of priorness being made after the fact. Yes? In other words, where you're seeing now, you see it being made, selfing, and you see the feeling of being prior as one of its productions. Yeah? You see it. When you're in, in selfing, the time seems so fast from the contact and the claiming. But time is very made up, in a way. In that pause, which is eternity, you actually start seeing what you used to see from all day. You start seeing it made. You, know, you see the mind. You see it doing its thing. And you see the feelings, like the feeling of being historical, made up. feeling of being prior, made up. Yeah? And you see the production value of it. Yeah? Because now you're seeing from the pause, not from the product of the production. Yeah? And in the pause, it doesn't seem like it goes super fast. It seems to be very slow-mo in a way. You can, see, you, can see a, a, you can see an interpretation setting up, bringing the historical feeling. Like, it's like this. It's like the bait in the water. There's the water of awareness, let's say, or just mind. And the bait comes in, and when the mind bites the, the bait, it becomes a fish, yeah? Yet, when it bites the bait and becomes a fish, it, becomes a, it has a feeling of being a historical fish, like it's always been a fish. Yeah? But it's all made up. It's a, it's a production. So the pause, maybe from this end, looks like it's happened so fast, but from here, it can be very, very long. And more and more will be revealed about what you're not. Yeah? And, it's, and after a while, seeing what you're not... So one time the head will leave its configuration of always trying to find a noun in everything and see what's really so is a verb. It's a movement. It's like a guide yesterday, in a guy talked to me in recovery yesterday, and he was talking about a very dangerous place, I thought. He had a lot of time about, he thinks about, isn't there a cure? Could there be a cure so I could drink again like a normal person? And I said, Jesus Christ. I said, well, listen, bro, in my feeling, it's more like it's curing, yeah? It's, you're looking for a solid thing called a cure, but the activity of the cure is day-to-day. -day. You're in, you're curing, so to speak, yes? If you're never going to get something that's going to be, okay, I can vouch for this, I can drink and everything will work out, and I can do whatever I want because I've been cured, you know? It's not a place of a thing. It's a verb. You know, the same thing with freedom. It's not a thing you get or have. It's verbing. You travel lighter. It's not like, oh, I got travel light here. Yes. Next to travel heavy. No. It's traveling lighter. Yeah. It's a verb. And then the head starts seeing things now from a verb point of view. And now life is just happening, not to you. Even though the interpretation of the mental process is it's to you, you see that as just part of life as happening. Part of life is happening is a mental process making it seem like it's happening to you. That's what it is. It's just a part of life going on. Yeah? And then you tell you, once you take the you out of it, life's happening and life's happening to you are two different forms of traveling here. 
Big time different, yeah? When it's happening to you, fuck, it's so fucking heavy. You know, you know how strong a mental engine you have to have to vacuum a whole life into you, being about you? It's fucking you. To suck all that thing, you have to have so much... You know, you're exhausted. You can't stop it. Look everything in. When it's just life's happening, it's so much nicer, yeah? <laughs> This lady said yesterday, uh, what is it? Life will have its trials, yes. Every life will have its trials. But I, then I said to myself, but the convictions come from the mind. <laughs> trials are trials, but the mind passes judgment. Fucking, you get, you get sentenced and convicted day in and day out. It's like we're living in our... We're living out our sentence, you know, our jail sentence. I remember I did that when I was young, and I was getting loaded. And uh, for years, I had a story going that ever, if I ever got money from this car accident, I was going to give my mother some money. You know? Five years, it made me feel a little better while I was doing all the shitty stuff and shooting up every day. And I had this little mythical, oh, I'll make it all up to ma. You know? So I got the money. I, got, I didn't get the money. They had it in New York, and they weren't going to give me all of it, which is probably they knew a lot better than that. So they're going to give me a segment of it. So I went there, and I got the segment, like $10,000. And so I bought like a, about six, about a half a pound of Coke, or something like that. I don't know, a large amount of Coke from my friend in New York. And I was driving to the, to the Hamptons, and I drove right by my mother's house. And did I stop and give my mother money? No. I didn't give her anything. And I'll tell you, I was convicted up here on that one. And there was no, I could have gotten the greatest defense attorney. I wasn't getting set free. Because I was playing the judge, the jury. I was fucking sent up forever. There's no way. So every year, five years, you're saying you're going to give your mom. Your mom, my mom's very poor and everything. Fucking drove right by, snorting the fucking coke. <laughs> I mean, there was no way. I'd have to have 40 years of therapy just to get a dent in all the shit in there. There's no fucking way. They'd have to move in with me. Fuck. Tons of convictions and crimes and... You know what I mean? I mean, the only place that to get annulled is in the court of light. The only fucking place. You cannot deal with this place here. As here, no way. But in the court of light, everything gets null and voided, yes? Everything is freed. Yeah. But nowhere, you'll never show any mercy to yourself up there. Your head has, it. Your head has you strung up. This would always be an urban renewal project to the day you die. You're not going to have a moment's rest. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be thought about. The idea of a you will be thought about from this fucking moment on. Ad nauseum. Until you pass away. We're afraid of hell. I'd say that's a pretty good one. <laughs> I just swear to God. Jesus Christ, you know. Constantly thinking. Even if it's not about you, you're believing you're the thinker of them. I mean, either way it has you. Yeah? 
either they're about you or you're the thinker of them. Every one of those thoughts, every one of those actions you were complicit in, all your omissions and commissions. In your head's point of view, you're the doer of them. Yeah. No matter how many mea culpas or, or things, I don't think you're ever left off the hook. I don't think so. That, that judicial system doesn't see it that way. Once convicted, always convicted. The whole thing, though, if it's not you, that idea that its whole system is built around, I'll tell you, when that drops out, even if you just start entertaining it, maybe, possibly, just, just may that it's not you, your interest and attention will be dismissed from it, at least a little bit. And once it goes back to the home, not this home, but the home, and then it starts getting distributed, that is what enriches your life, is interest and attention. Really. That's that's the currency of this place. That's what that's the biggest investment is your interest and attention. Most people's interest and attention is wedded to this little ongoing porno saga up there. Life's doing it to me. I'm doing it to life somehow or another. Everyone's getting fucked somehow. Yeah. Fuck when that's freed Enriches your attention, enriches your life. Or what's arid and dry becomes like a jungle, you know, like a uh, garden bed. Yeah. Have you gone there for talks? Have you eaten there for talks? Doesn't the food taste better? For me, all my, all my, uh, all the senses get super heightened just by entertaining. You're not that. All the stuff that just, everything that has been stamped by as being you becomes deadened. Yeah, that's why you need so much fucking excess stimuli. You're pretty much dead. You're living like an interpretation. You're not alive. You may be thinking you're so into your body, it's a concept of your body you're into. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so flipping trippy. Once that's called off, you know, maybe. I'll tell you, I wanted to get out of here so bad, shooting dope and everything. But in a weird way, I don't want to go anywhere. This place is so beautiful in so many ways. It's like a trip, you know. And I found, like, the best way to be out of here is to be here. Just really, totally land, finally. I don't want to get it. I don't want to leave. I'm not gnawing at the chains. There aren't any chains. That's ah, great. So, that's that. Any questions for tonight? Soon I'm going to only have like a... Uh,